Cartoon Joe here. Take off your pants and pour yourself a drink. This is GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode Wait, that Ralph Macho. Here we go. Three oh five of the Geekcast Live podcast. I am your host GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass, Mark Brandenowitz, <laughs> and Cartoon Joe. It's good to have you guys all back after a long week of no show. It is good to be uh, back. It's standard week of no yeah, show. I know. But, mm, I know. Weeks these days are months long. It's I would true. agree with that. Yeah, cat weeks in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Cat weeks. <laughs> Nick, we got a big we got a big matchup this week, brother. And what? Can my eight seed Hamshart beat Nunbush to go to the championship? Uh, wow. I mean, I, I she's come this far. I it, Brazen? The the Hamshart. <laughs> it's that's uh they're getting confidence. Then you have on the other side of the bracket a real sweet Cinderella story, I think. Solid white lie. Mm-hmm. That's like NC Pumped. State. It's and not came the out good, not the good one, not the not the good not the not good no. NC State. No, like the 2012 <laughs> NC State. Like just be done already, so a blue blood can win. <laughs> for fuck all's sake. Uh, Nick's missing sports, I think. A little bit. Hey, I actually have to... Oh, it's coming out against the silly putty butt plugs, which we all knew they would be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, I actually wanted so to start. send out a little... I was thinking about you earlier today. I was talking to a, a friend of ours, and uh, I never did... Uh, Extend my condolences to your Dayton Flyers. Oh, well, um, uh, who were having, who were having a great season. Uh, they were going to be a one seed. Um, uh, some of the, uh, some of the algorithms actually had them in, uh, as the actual eventual champion based yeah. on bracketing and theoreticals, which is unbelievable. So I, my condolences, man, that would have been uh, cool for you to see. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was kind of wild, you know. They got coach of the year, player of the year, and then it's just, yep. it's all, and it's just, it just, and it probably won't it come around again. <laughs> it just, it just stopped. It just, it just stopped. Yeah. Some games played a half and then they never came back out, <laughs> <laughs> which was, which is wild, which is fucking wild. Is Tomorrow, wild. Uh, we record on a Wednesday. As Oof. I say when I try to reference things in real time, not Oof. Saturday's time. Right. Uh, tomorrow is a, the first ever virtual NFL draft. Oh, I heard about that. Fascinating. Wait, what? They're still holding I, the draft. I, is the draft um, but supposed to be tomorrow? I'm totally the, lost track of it. The NFL draft is tomorrow, and all these different teams have their, their like digital war room. Where like when it's time for the Bears pick, they'll go Show to title. like they'll go to they'll go to Hallis Hall where they've got they'll have monitors set up and where kings are made. 
so yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll watch that in lieu of anything else. You know, it's really the only sports content except for marble racing and extreme <laughs> tag. Is it too soon to start talking about fantasy football? Uh, Probably is. I would say, are we even going to have football at this point? I, I mean, well, what, what, what fantasy thing are we going to play then? Mm. I, I'm assuming I'll be tired of knighthood by then. <laughs> well, you don't know how to play. I don't. I don't think. I'm probably not. He's been trying. Think, I've thought about reaching out to you and trying to give you like a tutorial, but eh. I don't think you actually want it. Eh. I'm good. He's not I a think, nerd. I think you'd rather. <laughs> I think you'd rather sit in your "I'm just not good at games" seat. Well, that's that's ridiculous. I'm fucking fantastic at games, so I'll put a finger <laughs> out. <laughs> As is evident by by me beating all your asses the first time I ever played Escaton. So, uh, I am a gamer. Mm. I will figure this out. Um, I'm at level twenty two. I'm working my way. No, you're through. Nice. You're Do you really not have Aaron A E R O N, the dude who shoots the acid arrows? Is yeah, he not I, a hero I, in your stable? No, I've got the other guy that shoots acid arrows. Do love some acid arrows. The fire, the, the fire arrows. Ash shoots acid, acid arrows. Yeah, well, you him. start with him. They, they, they give yeah. you him. I've got probably thirty heroes. They're just none of them are any fun. Oh. Except Anara. Anara is the only one I use consistently. She is bomb. She's she's my fave. I've I don't have anybody against golems, demons, or uh, any of that like new trendy shit. And a bunch of fucking outlaws and poop. I kind of like your uh, your dick dastardly with the rapier. He's kind of a guy I go to every once in a while. Really? I I, find I, I throw be him in. I throw him early into the uh, the onslaught dungeon. Mm, nice. That's a good good use. I go early him with uh with like um. Like Lockwood or whatever his name is, Wormwood. Lockwood eats Wormwood, ba- Wormwood eats balls. He's you, yeah, He's you awful. awful. Well, really? unless unless I've you combo him, he also whispers lies in your ears. I that is true. Gets into him like I'm Christopher Walken in a bad rock movie, and nothing. <laughs> I get nothing. <laughs> fucking worth a dick. Well, listen, you got. <laughs> he rubs his fucking teats together and ups my armor, and then I get fucking. Thunder punched in the ball sack, and I'm dead. You got to so. pair him. You got to pair him with either uh, like a heavy offense, or you have to pair him with like I play him with 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 a healer. So I, I use hit. Like, like uh, I do like what's her tit. She's uh, been running with Anara. Hold on, I have to look. Ye old uh, what's her. She's tit. not good. She's not good for anything but healing. But it, uh, when you need that. Hmm. Uh, let me let me find. Was she like an angel? She's got like wings. She freezes people. No, no. Um, I think I just unlocked that one. Zoe, Zoe, uh, no, Zoe and Tristan no, are good stop together. It, stop. It. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be them though because he said he didn't have any golems. That's true. Yeah, I don't have anybody good. Uh, where's my? He says pushing up his glasses and checking his pocket protection. Sola, Sola is. Oh, wait, no. Uh, uh, Sola is a cult. Sometimes. Yeah, hold on. Where's, Where's my other hooker? Uh, Rosalind. Rosalind. Is oh, I forgot about Rosalind. And I tried. Uh, I have Zalem. Oh, with the snake. The oh yeah, I love that guy. He's lame. 
Uh, oh, I've enjoyed them. Are you leveling them up at all? Uh, I've got, they're all level, they're at level two. I can't get to level three. Okay. So, oh, oh are they leveling? Yeah. Uh, 1917. Oh, damn. Okay. So I was going to say, there's, <laughs> there's the rub. So yeah, you no, got no, it. Those you got two... it. You're playing. Well, I mean, I am, I'm leading at least one of you in, in guild isms. So I'm not, I'm not like hind tit. I think my favorite part of the game right now is the arena. Yeah, but it doesn't really get you anything. Uh, it's fun, but it doesn't get you anything. Well, you got to do it. First of all, you got to do it to get your daily quests to get extra yeah, gems. Yeah, not that kind of time. I'm on an efficiency <laughs> budget here. <laughs> so anyway, I like I get supreme satisfaction when one of my minions gets the big KO. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys still rolling with like the pig and the goblin? I was. Uh, I've got a pig and a skeleton parrot. I use the I use yeah, the Mercy Angel or whatever her name is, because <laughs> uh, there was a quest, and then I just haven't changed her out. The Mercy Angel, no, like yeah. the fucking uh, yeah, the cult uh, angel. Are you guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. I use the goblin. I use the goblin and the pig. I nice. Use the goblin and I, and I use it a pig. Hakuna Matata, you know. Exclusively. What a what's your phrase. What's your strategy when you're in the arena? I punch the other guy until he's dead. Nope. Well, I mean that's that's not wrong. It's just not what I do. <laughs> I I nope. get rid of the I get rid of the minions first. Yeah, me too. Mm, no, I go straight for face and punch them until I can just use blood magic. Yep. Yeah, you I would be uh, a blood magic guy. So w- I which dire- heroes are you I using? Directly to another minion. I try to KO that minion because then my minions attack the main guy. That makes sense. Uh, Vorgerai, the blood mage, and then Anara, the the healer. Vorgerai? I don't have him either. He was a legendary that I pulled out of a chest, and he has been absolutely stellar. I, I don't have any legendaries. To get good. You've got to see, that's where you've got to get huh? gems and stuff. To potential or like um, uh, the crests for going to the arena to then go to the shop at the arena to mm-hmm. then buy the hero chest and oh, you have hopefully, to buy a hero chest and hopefully the hero chest opens yeah. up and whammo you've got like a cool it just yeah. happened to I've also I've also gotten real lucky with the Hold free on. gem chest that pops up every couple of days buy a what what do I have to buy here well you should be able to spend your so if you go to the arena there is. Uh, so there's the place where you can get the tickets. There's the place where you do the battling, yeah, and then there's also chest. a place okay. that's called Champion. Oh, I, I can buy one. I can yeah. buy one. I have 150 flags. Hold on, let me buy one real quick. You should buy one. You're learning. Oh, let me see what I got. Hero chest. Send a vault. I hope it's something shitty. It will be, but uh, humor me. What a what a gypsy dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, let me. Uh, do y'all want to you want to experience this with me? Yeah. All right, I'm going to open a hero chest live on national TV. Perfect. What do you it's got? Like, like, like cracking into King Tut's tomb, but way more flaccid. Come on now, you chaunts. Uh, uh, interesting. Sarah? I don't know. Anybody, anybody got Sarah? I think no. I got Sarah. It's a rare, and she's a... Nice. What is she? 
uh, strong versus troll. Hey, look at that. Nice. There you go. She an alchemist, a fighter. Uh, I'm trying to get to that. Let me, uh, it didn't say when she popped out of the hole. I'm, I'm t- Wait, Sarah or uh, Tara? Swappy, swappy. Wait, where'd she go? Uh, oh, she's uh, an alchemist. <clears throat> I have her. Of course you do. I can never have anything to myself. Am I the only one who has the cool blue centaur still? Yes. I think yes. So. God, I love that. She's she a just has full alchemist. Is that good? I mean, she has... She has one attack, my centaur. It's, um, I shoot you and you die. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's see. She's got, uh... Decent ranged attack that can stun things, and her rage power is a really big heal with protection. So decent? She's she's decent, yeah. I haven't run into any trolls yet, so I haven't had a chance to really like use her effectively, but I also have two well, I have two versus uh, uh the volcano. Uh <laughs> You're a no. Does anybody have Gwen <clears throat> or or Otis? Oh, I just got right. Otis. Yeah, I've got him. Any good? Uh, I like him every once in a while. He's great when you need an undead that actually does damage. That's Anara. Yeah, well, I mean for um, I, the base I attack. Zal- I have this Zalem guy, and I have another. Uh, where is she at here? Rokara, and neither one of them are doing much for me against demons. Rip. (sighs) (laughs) And we should, uh, you know what we have tonight? What do we have? Products Products and services. We have uh, products and services. And then on the other side of that, we actually have a guest. That's nonsense. nonsense. Nice. We'll find out after these. Joe, can I can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever been in the market for like a a really well thought out but haphazardly designed T-shirt? I am constantly in the market for a well thought out haphazardly designed T-shirt. You know where you can get them? No. GCL.threadless.com. You're telling me I can get a well thought out but poorly designed T-shirt. At gcl.threadless.com. That's what I'm, dude. That's exactly what I'm telling you. gcl.threadless.com. If you go to that website, that's what you'll find. Huh. Hey, Nick, do you like coffee? Hey, Rob, I love coffee. Fantastic. Boy, do I have a coffee for you. Boy, howdy. It's Player One Coffee. Coffee Fuck by those gamers. Guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They've got my address. Still waiting on my gift box. But tell the tell the listeners all about them. Well, it's coffee by gamers for gamers, and you should check them out. They've got all sorts of fantastic brews, such as Leroy Jenkins and other brews. Mm-hmm. So go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code GeekCastLive. If you order the dark and nasty, maybe they'll actually send us a grinder. Boy, howdy. I hope.
That was well, a solid. Those were, those were, that was great. That was a solid segue. Just crept great. Right so we're we're crept we're getting right hooked up. Boot. We're getting her hooked up now. She should be joining a, us soon. Uh, what am I supposed to talk about? Eighties <laughs> movies, Ghostbusters. Eighties sci-fi and also eighties space operas. Come on into the voice chat. Sorry. Interesting. So, uh, what now? What am I supposed to do? Hmm? What am what? I supposed to be doing here? What, what, am, what am I? Well, we're Dance. just wait, we're waiting for our guest to jump on. I know. I, what I am think... I supposed to talk about? What am I supposed to say? Hello. No. I, that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on. You are you here. Are Welcome. Achieved. <laughs> Yay. We're the most we're the most ceremonious uh, podcast of all time when a guest shows up because we're just happy everything worked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that I have my own show and I I understand on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, how are you this evening? I'm doing great. Hi, guys. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me on. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Thanks for being here, thanks for Jessica. This thanks is, for reaching out to us and and and. Uh, inquiring, we 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 love guests, and we often recycle the same ones. So it's very very fresh, and very nice to hear a new voice. Yeah, this is a, a content boost like no other. Well, thank you so much. Um, uh, we're celebrating hardcore today because um, I don't know how much you've you've already explained of what I'm here to talk about, but um, the uh, the Kickstarter for In Search of Tomorrow um, in 24 hours, in less than 24 hours, has over a hundred and nine thousand dollars. Holy hell! Out of the ballpark. Nice. <laughs> yeah. In 24 hours, it's been crazy, but we're really excited and. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It, the outpouring has been great. And, um, you know, In Search of Darkness did amazing, but I think this might actually beat it. Well, you guys have uh, 25 days left on Kickstarter <laughs> yeah. and you're, you're, you're over 200% funded. And so that is, congratulations. Pretty, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's, um, that's pretty cool. It is very feels, cool. feels anticlimactic to me. I, I, yeah, I <laughs> I'll, I'll take anticlimax. It's, it's all good. I, I lived through the eighties. I, I know how that goes. Um, I was there when, when I was there when Bobby Ewing was in the shower and yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Meta blast. Nice. <laughs> so, so tell us, uh, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about, um, in search of darkness, because I think that would set up kind of the concept of what you're doing with in search of tomorrow. Certainly. So um, how I got on board with with the group Creator VC that is um, doing these films um, was In Search of Darkness. Um, A little bit of background for myself to set this up because I've been doing this for a while. Um, I've been a writer and entertainment um, uh, reporter for over gosh, I'm old, 17, 16 years now. And for the longest time, I've been I've been with uh, Horrorhound Magazine since issue two. Um, I've had Fangirl Magazine, which is my thing. And so when I saw In Search of Darkness was happening, I, um, I reached out to Robin Block, who's the executive producer. 
and I said, hey, uh, this looks fantastic. If you need another uh, girl voice in this or, you know, anything, let me know because this is amazing. And what it is, is it ended up becoming a four and a half hour documentary um, about 80s horror films. Just everything 80s it's like the the most uh you know the mega doc it's a mega documentary it's it's uh john carpenter's in there we've got joe bob briggs in there shout out to joe bob briggs coming back on friday um but uh it's just literally anybody that you can think of associated with an 80s horror film is in the movie and it goes from 1980 yeah it's it's insane 1980 through 89 and um what we did with that was amazing um and you know we we premiered it at the egyptian in hollywood back in october that's awesome that is i I was i cried when i saw my name on the producing credits it was that's that's bucket list stuff there i mean that's oh man it it was so fantastic. So with that, um, prior to that, they had done a film called In Search of the Last Action Heroes. And that movie um, was I, I, I wasn't on board for that when I came back for a um, like a, a repush that they did for it. Um, and that had like Eric Roberts in it. It's got uh Gosh, everybody, everybody's in that movie. So uh, it's another one of those things where we got all of these guys together and talked to them. And um, like the big thing for In Search of Darkness for for me was, you know, I brought on Greg Nicotero. We got Joe Bob. We got Cassandra Peterson. And that project was so, you know, there are people out there that are big geeks that, um that have the, you know, they're, they're celebrities, but they're also geeks themselves. And so what was even cooler was Darcy, the male girl from, from uh, last drive in reached out and and backed us and was like a producing credit um, or like a, you know, she wanted to be in the documentary, of course. Okay. You know, you, you, uh, you're here. And then the other one that surprised us was Corey Taylor. He reached out. um, And if you know, of Slipknot, um, of he, he reached out um, and did a you know a, a backing credit, one of the higher end backing credits, and it was kind of anonymous. We didn't know who he was, and Robin's like, "Oh, I gotta reach out to this guy. He 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 did the one you get to be in the movie and find out you know details." And the guy comes back and says, "Hey, I'm Corey Taylor." Taylor. And oh my god! Was, and Robin awesome. was like, "Robin was like." Um, who who who's that? No. And then he's like, I'm I'm the lead singer of Slipknot. And we looked him up and then we're like, oh, you know, he's like, oh my. And and, <laughs> and so he ends up getting his own special edition. And that was crazy. So it was really neat because we were able, you know, as collectors, as I'm sure you guys are, uh, as if you see my office that I'm in right now, you'd be like, Good God, this poor woman. Um <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the we had these special editions that had extras that you could get that you couldn't get with anything else. Had extra uh, footage. Had intros from the people that were um, the special edition was based around. Like Elvira had her own. Corey Taylor had his own. Um, and then Dead Meat James from the YouTube channel Dead Meat had his own. So it was amazing. And you you know there's people out there that bought like every one of them because it's 
it's a whole collection of things. And um, so now with In Search of Tomorrow, we're going beyond even what we did with that documentary. We're, we're going crazy. Uh, we, we've created a whole online community. Um, we've got a whole Discord community that's been created. We've got... Um, uh, an advisor circle where you join the project you you for like you give us like a fee and you become part of it and we've got people from the advisor circle helping create this film and it's amazing because you get to learn all of the inside baseball of of making a movie and making a documentary and all the work that goes into it um and so you've got that we're we're really all about fandom as family and uh amen yeah, I mean, we need that right now more yeah. than anything. And so with In Search of Tomorrow, we're going beyond because it's not just the the genre but and the films, but it's the films, how they inspired people and um, how these movies, just how they're special. And we're going to talk to not only the people that made them, the people that were in them, but we're going to talk to people that were inspired by them. Like my goal is to bring on people, scientists, NASA people, you know, um, YouTube creators out there that have been inspired. Like we have in the original uh, in in the last film, uh, James Rolfe came on board. So mm-hmm. we had the angry video game nerd as part of this. Um, we've got Chris Stuckman now. These are like high caliber creators and reviewers that have gone on to make their own movies. And they were inspired by these films. So, you know, we've, we're just really all about it. And like right now um, alone, we have uh, Sean Young, Will Wheaton, Henry Thomas, uh, Clancy Brown, uh, John Carpenter, Shane Black. Good uh, Lord. Uh, yeah. Kurt, here's the one that's going to make you go, what? Kurtwood Smith is going to be in this. You got Red. No, for sure. Yeah, we, we got Red, but I want him just to say bitches leave just once for me. Just <laughs> once. And, um, and we got Ernie Hudson, Paul Verhoeven. Hen, you know, like we just My guy, added Ronnie to- Cox. You've, um, that would be kind of hard. I, didn't oh. he pass away? Did he? I thought Ronnie Cox passed away. Am I wrong? Oh, no. Am I crazy? I, you know what? <laughs> Brian. Hold on. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought Ronnie Cox died. I might be wrong. Oh, God, I'm going to be so horribly I sad. I was you too. forward to the no. same. He's a dick. I think he's still alive. Is he still alive? Oh my God, I'm horrible. You know, I, you know who I'm <laughs> I getting. I should have just rolled with that punch for you. Oh my God, you know, no, you know what? Who I'll get him confused with is the guy that played Grig in the Last Starfighter. He passed away. Dan O'Hurley. Dan O'Hurley. Dan O'Hurley. Yeah, I. God, I loved him. That's why I always get Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox is still too just too evil to die. Um, <laughs> but like, we're gonna have Jeanette Goldstein in this. We're 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 hitting. You know, we're hitting for the fences on on some of these names, and um, I'm still working on people I can't talk about. I'm trying to get. Um, but uh, it's it's gonna be like literally the big thing I'm really excited about. We got everybody from the last Starfighter. That's oh very awesome. Um, we got Lance Guest, Catherine Mary Stewart, and Nick Castle. Um, so I'm I'm really stoked about that. That movie means a lot to me. Um, 
the uh, the thing that I'm really excited about too is part of it is with the advisor circle thing um, part of it, we are able to do celebrity Q and A's with some of these people just on Zoom. Um, specifically for the advisor circle people. And um, you get to see clips of those um, on our social media. We had Steve Johnson come on for one. And I don't know if you've ever talked to, I call him my crazy uncle Steve. Crazy uncle Steve (laughs) doesn't have a filter. (laughs) He's, he's basically if, if Hunter Thompson was a special effects artist, (laughs) Good, That's, good lord, awesome, dude. No, he's fantastic, and <laughs> inspiring, I knew even. Yeah. Oh, dude, you ought to tell he. You need to if you ever get to have him on your show, ask him about how he was bitten by the werewolf from American Werewolf in London, and that's how he got addicted to cocaine. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, that is a powerful story. <laughs> that's amazing. Isn't that's it great. amazing? I it, it the 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 model clamped down on his arm and and that was the first time he ever got cocaine in his life and that started it all <laughs> no lie that's he he beautiful. would tell you that himself it's beautiful isn't it it is <laughs> <laughs> But so that's where uh, that's kind of the stuff that, you know, what we're trying to do is bring all of these people together, these legends. Um, It's really important to me, too, because we're losing so many of these people Mm -hmm. Um, like uh, it. It it destroyed me. And at the same time, I was so grateful um, for In Search of Darkness. We were the last interview Larry Cohen had done. And uh we, we were it. And I actually brought him on. I actually talked to him and his wife and called him up on the phone and um, our director and everybody got uh, went to the his house and, and filmed the interview. And literally a month or two months after he passed away and no we dedicated the film to him. Um, and, you know, we had Stuart Gordon in that movie and he just passed away. So, you know, we're losing so many of these masters of the craft Mm -hmm. it's really important to to have them on film um you know so they can just keep living on for us and we can learn from them especially guys like larry cohen who if you don't know who that is is just amazing the stuff that he did and like he was fearless he didn't care if he didn't have a permit he would film in new york he would do whatever he needed to do to get his movie and um he did it's alive he did the stuff cue the winged serpent uh larry cohen was amazing and you know Stuart gordon if we hadn't have him we wouldn't have reanimator so well, and you got guys in this, you know, I'm looking at this roster here and I, how many people got into the industry because of Phil Tippett? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, the, the other thing is with this, we're really wanting to, um, you know, celebrate not only the actors and the directors, but the special effects guys. And, yeah. you know, and, and one thing we're we all love, like deep, deep love of Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know. Yeah, we're going to have a major part of it. It's going to be about that. You know, we're going to have the stuff from Star Wars in there because Empire in Return happened in that decade. So it's going to be everything. We're we're pulling no punches, as I said. We're we're going for everything that we can get in there. I love that part of it. (laughs) You're just you're you're kind of hitting to all fields to use baseball term. That's that's 
Super Bowl. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I that's the thing is like we're we almost go too too big with what Can't. we do. No. <laughs> um, I know. You, you say that, but you're not the guy that has to sit down and edit this. Just edit the oh, whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally just. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're the idea guys. No, yeah, we're, yeah, we no, gas exactly. people up. You know. Yeah, you, that, you, you can't didn't say anything about it, cleanup. We just. Yeah, no, that's it. that's the thing. When I talk to our director David, and and I'm like, hey, can we get this guy? Hey, can we? Get, hey, I I know this person. Hey, and he's just like. Uh, Stop uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Give me a moment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like for example, today, if you look at the list, it just got updated because, oh, we do have Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox is in it. Nice. Um, I, mean, I think this just literally updated for Back me when I was dead. kicking on it. Yeah, God, don't say anything about that. I feel horrible. Edit that out. Um, I'm but we're looking forward have... to the seance. <laughs> we're going to have Adam Nimoy in there. Nicholas Meyer is going to be in there. Um, and I, I'm really excited because I found him and I hunted him down, but we got Tim Thomerson. So if you've watched any of the Transfers movies... Uh, you know, Jack Death himself. Uh, we got we got Jack Death. I'm very excited about that. There's you're a hell of a booking agent, man, to be able to right? track down this. I mean, this roster is just impressive. It's incredible. It, it's it's uh it's a combined effort. Um, you know, we've been really lucky. David Weiner, our director, has been in the industry for a very long time and has worked on Entertainment Tonight. He was the editor of Famous Monsters of Filmland. Um, he's he's had a repertoire, and so he's got a lot of contacts. And I just I get lucky. Um, I've done some. I get really lucky sometimes. It's nuts. Like I ended up um, for Horror Hound, for example. I hunted down um, uh, Dan O'Bannon, who directed or who wrote Alien. Um, and also directed Return of the Living Dead. And I found him in the weirdest way. I found his nephew on a message board on IMDb and said, hey, would your uncle be interested in being interviewed? And he got him for me. You know, I was like, nothing awesome. ventured, nothing wow. gained, right? I know, right? right? It's like he could only say no. And he was wonderfully cranky and... um with it and fantastic and um it was one of the most hilariously awesome interviews i've ever had it's it's such a cool genre of film anyway i mean because it's I, when we got disney plus in our house of all the movies that came with it and we had mandalorian right like day one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the first movie i watched was flight of the navigator I, everybody loves that movie. It's weird because I, I hadn't <laughs> seen that movie since I was a like a kid. But I, it was the the very first thing I went to was I wonder like, and I don't even know what. Maybe it was on the front page, and I was just <laughs> like, nope, I don't care what you kids want to watch. We're watching <laughs> Flight of the Navigator with Sarah Paul, Jessica Parker and Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens was the computer voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, I the other one that um and I I was gonna look the guy up to the uh, to see about maybe having him as part of this and I don't know if we'd ever get him but remember Daryl data analyzing robotic youth life form oh geez oh yeah <laughs> yeah I knew I know what the acronym says <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I there was a point in my life where I watched that movie once a week 
and I kind of want to get somebody from it, but I don't know if if he'd be interested because I saw a picture of the kid that played him, and he he looks like a mountain man, like a <laughs> Rastafarian mountain man. I'm like, I don't know if that kid would want to talk to us, but uh, yeah, it. I mean, these and it's crazy because like these movies, you remember them. Uh, I mean, 80s movies, there's something about that time. And I've, I've discussed this on a couple of other uh, shows, but I think part of it was the fact that the 80s was a kind, you know, was kind of a perfect meshing of, of times and, and technologies because you at that point had the birth of VHS, cable television, and the internet and the personal computer were coming and but you had video stores and it was a place where you could re you know every weekend you could go get these movies and you go back to the same one over and over again or if you had hbo you just keep you know keep it on and it it was like a perfect meshing of time because you had all of this independent content from VHS that you'd never been able to get before, but you also had all this high tech stuff coming to play. Like that was when cell phones were coming into it really at the end of the eighties. And um, you had these guys that grew up on 50 sci-fi like Toby Hooper and John Carpenter making movies that were inspired by this stuff and like George Lucas. And it's kind of funny now how you've got Stranger Things being inspired by <laughs> this stuff that was inspired by all these classic 50s movies. So it's kind of like a perfect, con- you know, mashing of things that happen at the right time. Well, and it was such a, very well like, said. It was such a wicked aesthetic, too. I mean, from the synth yeah. music, to yeah, laser letters and synth music, yes, yeah, Tangerine way. Dream and Vangelis, oh, and absolutely, yeah. It it was perfect timing for all of it. And the other thing is, the eighties were really um, the the heyday of of. Uh, prosthetics and and actual special effects like practical effects in you um you know we'll go back to crazy uncle steve again he you know what he did back then with guys like greg nicotero rick baker what they created that's why that stuff still holds up because it's so beautiful and it's real and you can't recreate that um i mean you saw what happened when they tried to do that with yoda um, it, it didn't really, it didn't work. You couldn't have CG Yoda. It just didn't feel the same, which is why, like, you know, you brought up the Mandalorian. Well, baby Yoda, um, is he's practical, Yep. you know, and, and that's, you know, they do some CG with him, but, you know, you saw the picture of him being held by George Lucas, or you saw Werner Herzog was having a conversation (laughs) with him. Weeping because so, it's a real baby. Yeah, no, he's like he speaks for all of us when he says, "I would like to see the child now." Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, that that time can never be replicated. I don't think, even with all the stuff that happened in the '90s, you know, with Scream and and things like that, you're still not going to top what they did then. And I, I bring up a good the, the example I always bring up is. 
kind of like the prime example of what we're trying to talk about with this movie and this documentary, which is the the conglomeration of science, science fiction, and and um, you know pre- you know the reality and the in the fantasy of it is the abyss. The abyss. John or J- James Cameron, Ed Harris. Ma- That's a great. Movie. Well, not not just Ed Harris, Close. but James and Michael Biehn. Props, man. Mm-hmm. Hicks. Um, but uh, James Cameron made technology for that that had never existed before. He he made actual camera and equipment to film that movie, and that's science meeting the science fiction in hand in hand with that. I mean, that stuff had never uh, had existed before and the special effects in that movie had never existed before that they used. And, and I mean, Cameron, as much of, you know, people say he's, he's a dick, mm-hmm. that guy, me, you know, he lives it. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, there's, there, there's a reason he keeps getting work. A lot of times it's because the production company that gives him the money they want him to invent the thing that's going to set them apart going forward because that's, right. I mean, he seems to reinvent the wheel. That's why we've been waiting so long for the shitty sequels to that shitty movie <laughs> avatar because he's been, he's been wanting to cr- invent the technology to make it look better. And, I, I know. And well, I just want to see Stephen Lang and, and, and kick an ass again. Cause I want to watch Stephen Lang in anything. I, I will. I, I want to watch Stephen Lang's arms in anything. I'm not even going to lie. Um, yep. I still want to watch VFW really bad because that looks amazing. It looks, it looks really good, doesn't it? I know. I, I have I, yet to see it, and I mean that that cast. You want to talk about someone who did a who was a great booking agent. Oh, whoever yeah. whoever got William Sadler and and uh, and Fred Williamson together. <laughs> Well, and don't forget um, the guy, the, the sensei. I just call him the oh, sensei. Oh, Martin Cove. Martin Cove, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What What kills me is when we had our premiere um, for the movie in at the Egyptian um, in October. We literally missed the premiere for that by a week. Oh, and really? I was so bummed because they were all there for it. I'm like, oh, Stephen Lang, <laughs> <laughs> miss you. Know, we, you. <laughs> I, I just, I just watched, I just watched Die Hard two. Uh, with my wife last night, and uh, I mean, you want to talk about a great William Sadler? Oh, Sadler when he's doing, is the when man. he's doing Tai Chi in the nude and like his hotel room in there at the beginning. It's yeah, yes, it wonderful. is wonderful. <laughs> I uh, I absolutely loved him in Demon Knight, though. I I got the honor of um, hosting the the Billy Zane panel at uh, Horror Helm Weekend um, like a uh, last year when he was there and. That it, it was so great. That's one of the things I really love about the documentaries and especially with these is because and, and, and our director made a point about this, too. We're able to talk to these guys one on one and um, with no interruptions, no nothing. And without the distraction of other people, it's really great because they can talk about things and they remember things when you kind of let the conversation go and you get these great stories. So with Billy Zane, for example, when we were on stage, um, he, we got him to talk about the fact that he really did have that sponge in his mouth in Demon Night. When that flipped out, that was real. He wow. had that sponge. I had that sponge. No shit. And he got to talk about all the different uh, things that they did during filming. But yeah, I, I, 
I mean, that's, that's kind of the stuff that I love. I love getting the stories. Yeah. I'd like to, you said it perfectly. You had, you got the honor of hosting the Billy Zane panel. I, I don't think there's a panel i'd rather host than the billy zane panel <laughs> dude he is so awesome <laughs> i'm not even i'm not even being a jerk about it i love billy zane i well, love billy zane i've never loved him more than when he was the only one who had Derek zoolander's back i mean that was <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> that's the best billy zane to ever billy zane he, he's all about that too he does not take himself seriously and what's even funnier, I don't know if you knew this, his sister, Lisa, is uh, Freddy Krueger's daughter. I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's his really? sister. Yeah. In uh, the uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Lisa Zane is Billy Zane's sister. Huh. <laughs> and what's even stupider is when I got to meet her, I had her sign my Prophet DVD set because if you've never seen Prophet, <laughs> Prophet is the best show that never got a chance. I, I know people are like, what about Firefly? No. Profit was so much awesome and never got a chance. Um, but Billy, but another Billy, if you're a Billy Zane fan, I have to, I have to we include are. this. I have to include this. He did a movie. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I'm looking it up right now. He did a movie where it was based off a, um, an Ed Wood script and I found it and I had to ask him about it when I saw it. I'm like, what is this? And he played um, some kind of, it was a, he was a criminal in it. And he's wearing like six inch stiletto heels and dressed in drag during most of it. Cause of course he is. Cause it's um, based <laughs> yeah. on a, uh, it's... <laughs> it's based on an Ed Wood script. Right. Um, but there, I, I have to look up the movie. And, is and, it, I woke up early the day I died. <laughs> I think that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yep that's it yep i woke up early the day i died and if if you look at the movie poster he's in drag on the cover of it stellar <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's got ron perlman in it and andrew mccarthy and bud court it's bizarre and i um i had to ask him about it and he actually talked about it <laughs> wow fantastic he's, he's a cross-dressing mental patient and I had, yeah. and I, and I had to ask, of course he is. And I had to ask him, um, how did you learn how to walk in those heels? Because I mean, they're not little; they're like high, high end. You can go watch the trailer, and you'll see. They're like six inch stilettos. What was his answer? <laughs> he said very carefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very <Good> careful. <laughs> Lots of practice. <laughs> But um, for uh, back to actually in search of tomorrow. I'm sorry, I'll go off on a tangent on you. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're in the you're in the right place. <laughs> but uh, if you guys um want to um back the project, uh, as as we said, it's got 25 days left on it. But um, we have all these different levels. You can get posters. I don't know if you've seen the artwork, but the artwork. Oh, it's gorgeous. Is absolutely beautiful. The one, the, the my favorite piece so far has been the one with the villains versus the heroes reflected in the um the helmet of the astronaut and you can win that um or you not win it but you get it with the um with some of the different levels you'll get an a2 portrait um 
poster of that, as well as the Graham Humphreys artwork too, which just got um, posted the day that it went live. Uh, and there's also pens. Um, Dave Merrill did that where it's the villains versus the um, heroes. And I freaking love it so much. Um, but you, there's all these different levels. We you know it, a lot of people are like um, wondering about the pricing, but if you look at what you get for what the cost is, it's insane. Um, you get the DVD, you get a, a digital copy of In Search of Tomorrow, you get a digital copy of In Search of Darkness, you get your name in the credits, which is a really cool thing because it's like having yourself put into sci-fi history, which it is. Um, you get access to the online community, you get the virtual premiere watch party, uh, and then you get all of the artwork and you get stickers as well. Then there's ones that come with pens, specific little, um, you know, die cast pens um, that you can wear and um, just all kinds of different ones. And if you are so inclined, if you wanted an executive producer credit and want to spend $5,898, you can be an executive producer and you get two tickets to our Hollywood premiere. Fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been staring at the Rick Deckard tier for about, <laughs> for about eight hours. Oh yeah. That, that one's pretty darn great. I mean, that gets you two tickets to the premiere too. Yep. Um, and you get to, uh, you know, you get the discord channel with us where you get to talk to the production team um, and you get the associate producer credit and the movie credits, all of that. Um, so, I mean, go for it, man. It's worth it. It really I, is. I would, uh, the hard part would be deciding who to take the, to the premiere. That's, that's, that's when you get part. those sticks from the, the, the TV Star Trek and you have them fight to the music. Yes. <laughs> you go pawn far on that huh? and you let them fight <laughs> and the winner gets to go with you. <laughs> I would I would have to I, I would I would end up having to take my wife who does not like sci-fi films and it would be oh. just it would be like a waste. You know? Oh, but but she wouldn't want to go then. So then you could just have the two guys fight over it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of a wide guy. I might just take the two seats. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, honestly so on brand. <laughs> that's a, that, that I, I respect that <laughs> it's, that rick deckard tier is i mean it's that's not that's not you know for what you get what you get for that's not that's not a bad like not you said, at all that's not a bad price yeah i mean you get you get literally everything with that and um the artwork just is so pretty i mean I, i'm I, when i saw that i can't say enough about that um the the villains and and heroes one i really really love it <laughs> Um, but I don't know if you noticed um, on the poster with the little boy looking down at the town. Mm -hmm. If you look at it closely, you'll see the Tron cycles going down the road. And then the Starlight trailer park is there from um, Last Starfighter. Yeah, I think it's neat. I love how well, he those in. The, it is. You can see the Tron cycles there, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And then, you know, the more obvious stuff with all the ships, but I really like the, the little subtle p pieces there. Oh yeah. And I even think that's the, the, the home from ET over there too, I think. It's beautiful. I love it. I, I think it's gorgeous. And the, and the, and the flight of the navigator is there. If you look, it's represented in the, uh, and explore. It is there. 
Yeah, and Explorers is there too. How cool is that? It is there. The Flight of the Navigator, Max, the ship. It is there. <laughs> I like Nell. Nell is there too. <laughs> Nell is there too from uh, Battle Beyond the Stars because I am going to represent that movie till I die. I love that movie so much. I am Rubens. I am Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> This is a very this. this is a very cool project. I am I'm <sighs> super excited for it. Awesome. Well, we we're glad to be here with you and and I'm I'm glad you love it. Now, I want you to let you know that Rick Deckard only has 22 left of 30, so there have been eight other people that have taken that. Rick Deckard. Yeah. I no saw pressure. That. No, no. No. <laughs> I'm in the crucible now. <laughs> what what um when this thing premieres when it go is there going to be an avenue for people to watch it? Um, well, that's the thing that makes our stuff kind of unique. Um, right now, we're the only game in town to see it. Um, if you, um, you, especially for the physical media, sure. uh, we're, we're really at, we self-distribute. And um, because of what's going on right now in the world, we decided, you know what, we're going to make digital of uh, In Search of Darkness available. So if you go to creatorvc.com, you can purchase a digital download of uh, In Search of Darkness right now. It's like in kill four and a half hours. Um, but really, we're it um, as of right now to, to even see this. And it's going to be... Um, the digital download or um, the physical copy, at least for the near future. And uh, I mean, it, that's what kind of makes it unique. You know, it makes it special. And the collector and all of us knows that. And, uh, you know, we, we if you go on eBay and you want to just go, what? You can see where people are selling their special edition sets for like four or five hundred bucks. Oh my goodness! For for in search of darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I thought I saw one somewhere online. It was like twenty three hundred dollars. Because we're not going to make those again. Uh, they were specific for that, and that's it. Um, anything that comes in the future is not going to be the same as that. Uh, so. And especially like the special edition celebrity ones, like the Elvira and the Corey Taylor and the Dead Meat, uh, people are selling those, and it's like four or five times the price of what it was. And um, you can't stop the scalpers; they're going to do it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but just be you know, if you want to see it and uh, grab it now. I mean. We've got 25 days more left of the Kickstarter. You just go to Kickstarter and you'll you'll see us on like under films. We're one of their featured um, featured Kickstarters. They like us a lot. So we're really proud of that. And you can uh, just look up Kickstarter or in search of tomorrow um, on Google and, and go to the page and back the project. Well, we'll definitely throw a link to it in the show notes for this uh, for this episode awesome. and and throughout the the run of your Kickstarter for sure. Awesome, so. thank you so much. Yeah, and if you ever want us back, or you know, I can get I can bring David on our director and to talk to you guys if you'd like. You know, let us know. Rock and roll, hey, you can't, literally anytime. You can't huh? leave us yet, though. We gotta we gotta ask you some questions at the end of the show. Oh, okay, no worries. Uh, we we do this at the end of every episode. Um, <laughs> okay. We just kind of talk about specifically what we've been geeking on this week. 
Oh gosh. And so you can go last or first. You're the guest. It's your choice. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'll listen to you guys first because I got to think about what I'm geeking out on or what I'm disappointed about because <laughs> I don't Either know. One. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like, why are they making Henry Cavill Sherlock Holmes? Oh, they're doing oh, that? Oh, what? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob, what are you geeking time. on this week? <laughs> it's, a, it's a sad song. <laughs> but it's... Yeah. Wonderful, Rob. But, did you know that? Did you know that they're they are uh, RPG games? Mm-hmm. Do you know that I own them? Okay, <laughs> that would be I, very cool. And they're also coming out, I think, with a tabletop miniatures yep. Tales from the Loop. Um, I, the only thing I have to point out in that is Jonathan Price is in it. And Jonathan mm-hmm. Price played one of the best Satans ever in Something in Wicked This Way Comes, which is still not on Disney Plus. And I am angry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't be. That's a valid point. Nice. Uh, a couple of things. Um, first of all, when when uh, Ryan told us earlier this week that Uncharted one through three were available for free on the the PlayStation Store, I went ahead and got those. And uh, I've been playing. You're welcome. Playing yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Credit where credits due. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, It's been fun. Um, They aren't the most exciting games. Well, at least the first one isn't the most exciting game of all time, but it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's like playing uh, Tomb Raider if Lara Croft were Archer. Uh, (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So it's it's all right. Um, There's a part of me that as a big fan of the Assassin's Creed series uh, is really hurt by the amount of damage I'm doing to historical artifacts. Uh, oh, it's so good. It's on sale. Yep. Yep. For real good. Ultimate edition for like 30 bucks. Yep. Uh, spring sale, man. Um, last weekend for it, for those of you uh, at home. <laughs> uh, 
the other thing is I've, I've fallen down a series of YouTube rabbit holes this week. And uh, okay. I've, I've discovered a bunch of uh, a bunch of different YouTubers that I really enjoy. I've been watching uh, a guy, I think his name is Luke Miani, do a lot of, uh, of iMac repairs and upgrades, which has been really interesting because I've, I've gotten a 27-inch iMac from 2013 that is starting to slow down. And uh, uh, the fact that I can upgrade it, which is something I didn't realize... It's really exciting to me um, because it was expensive, and it's it's nice that I can get a few more years out of it. Um, Two thousand nine, when I try to turn it on, just says, "Oh, not today," and then just kind of <laughs> it, then it just kind of sashays back into the clock. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Uh, and then I've also I've also discovered a guy who like, uh, he's like a bizarro version of me like if i'd just gotten really into coffee and hipster glasses i'd be yeah. james hoffman coffee guy i Seriously. i know like if you if you were from like wales right you'd have been that guy right i'd be telling you about mocha pots with no beard yep oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but uh but he's great i really enjoy his aesthetic and and uh the topic I, I really love getting into coffee and it feels like a great time to be doing that because i've got nothing to do but sit around and drink coffee all day so <sighs> quarantine <laughs> uh nick what are you geeking on this week uh in lieu of real sports uh, or live sports i carved out a little time to watch the premiere two episodes of the last dance on ESPN, mm-hmm. which is the Aww. documentary of the, uh, 98 Chicago bulls. Uh, I were Chicago people here, so that hits close to home. And that, uh, satiated my need temporarily for competitive sports isms. Um, that is all. It is good, and it is it is well done because ESPN really doesn't do. It, it does Sports Center really wrong now, but most of their other products they do really well. Especially the, any of their documentaries are all just superbly put together. So, uh, if you care at all about sport, uh, particularly basketball, it's must-watch TV. I believe all the proceeds are going to uh, COVID research too. Uh, I didn't know that, but bonus. Yep. Yeah. We'll take that. Was I last? Did I go last? No, I, I still have to go. I always forget you. I, you're not. I a, you're not <laughs> not memorable. I just don't understand. I that's always, on, that's I always go. Normally, six years kick, forgotten is when we kick this thing off. I always normally start it and go to one of you guys, and then no one ever throws it right back right. at me. So I just well, I was last. I was really interested in, in getting to our guest. So I just I think I just sort of <laughs> that's why I, I'm, I'm, I'm being kind and I'm waiting. I mean, I left, so I'm like I'm gonna wait because there's one other guy. <laughs> I so I have found, unfortunately, it's only three episodes. But the best thing, and I mean the best thing on Netflix right now, is Middle Ditch and Schwartz. All right. Okay. It, ah. it, is, it is Thomas Middle Ditch from Silicon Valley, uh, on other things, <laughs> and, and Ben Schwartz, John Raphael himself. Uh. And they do a two person long form live improv. That is, oh my God! Wow! Each episode's about forty-five minutes long. 
perfect. They, just, they come out on stage and they wow. ask the they ask the audience like, "Give us a thing," and then they kind of narrow it down, and then they just, just forty five minutes of improv. They just go, and it is fucking piss your pants funny. <laughs> like Tremendous. my belly hurts. Funny. That's great. And I don't know. I supposedly they're like legendary improv guys. They're like the best at improv. Hmm. Um, that and, doesn't surprise me. And so they're and they're they must have been they must have like cut their teeth doing it together because their their chemistry, their ability to like riff off each other and switch roles, it is sublime. And it is the bitch. If it is, it's only three episodes. You'll watch. You'll watch the first one. I guarantee you. The night you sit down to watch the first one, you'll watch the first two. Knowing there's three, you'll try to save it, and you'll sit back and wait for the third episode. But then the next night, you'll finish the series, and it'll piss you off. Because <laughs> it's over, not because of the content. I, I can't. I like those guys anyway. Uh-huh. Together and in the format that you're that you're you're watching can I, them. Can I just get it with just Schwartz or with Schwartz and, and a player to be named later? Or do I have to get it? With you have to get, you have to get it with Middle Ditch. <laughs> and no substitutions. Is, and he is awesome. Uh, oh, I it is the best yeah. thing on Netflix right now. Well, you are you are in shit sold, recovery. He, so. he sold me on it. There you go. <laughs> He's, I he's get proceeds. I get I get kickbacks from uh, <laughs> Schwartz. Middle Ditch and Schwartz affiliate. Schwartz. <laughs> okay, oh you were you were very patient. You were very kind. You chose to go last. It is now your time. Oh my gosh. Um. So I'm gonna give you four quick things that I've been geeking out on. First, and I, my husband still doesn't figure out why Ooh. I am obsessed with it. But Dark Side of the Ring came back. And I love that show. I don't know why, but I professional wrestling from the eighties. I, I I get drawn into it. Oh and hell this, yeah! And this one started off horribly evil with a two-parter on Chris Benoit. And rough start out of the gate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but you will find you love Chris Jericho so much after you watch it because well, yeah, a, but you can't. That's he's like the the opposite of Chris Benoit. I know, in I know, every but, way. but the stuff he did for the family and just he he brought to it just is ridiculous, and you'll just ball your eyes out. I mean, I don't know what yeah, it is about me and professional wrestlers and stories about them. But you got the Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Roberts, any of those, I just cry. I don't know. I, um, so Dark Side of the Ring, the Jimmy Snuka thing is what I'm on right now, and it's insane. Superfly. Yeah, he wasn't so fly. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't so fly. He was high, but he wasn't he, so he fly. Was. Um, and then the other thing that I can't really talk about, but I can't wait for everyone to see, I've been given streaming links to, um, to write up reviews about it, is Solar Opposites, the new Justin Roiland cartoon series. Um, it's not on yet. It's coming out next month. Um, but it is hilarious and great. Um, and then there's two places that you guys need to go if you are a gamer or a movie buff to help you through this troubled time. Uh, I am a game flip addict. And if you don't know what game flip is, you can buy 
uh, game codes on there. People can resell their old their game codes that they're not using. You can go on there and get Nintendo Switch, Steam, PS4, you name it. You um, Origin, um, you play. All of them are on the website. Um, you can buy those codes at discounted, really discounted prices because um, people are just they're not using them, they're selling them. Um, and then also on there, you can get digital movie codes for Voodoo, um, Movies Anywhere, uh, for super cheap. So like, for example, I just went on there, blew 10 bucks and got all three of the Mummy Movie Trilogy, Shaun of the Dead, and both Adam Family. 10 bucks. Wow. Yeah. It's Ooh. insane. Like, Bloodshot's on there right now for a buck and a quarter. And you huh. own it forever on sure. your voodoo um so gameflip.com i don't i'm not getting any money from that it's just awesome and helping me get through this time by letting me buy movies and watch them sure um even new releases like dr doolittle i here's the thing with dr doolittle i went ahead and bought it and i got it for two dollars and fifty cents and it came with you a overpaid $3. well no here's the thing it came with a three dollar voodoo credit <laughs> ah, that's okay. There you go. That's so, so I got it for free. Um, do you see that Dr. Doolittle right now, if things trend with the, the coronavirus and everything, it'll be like <laughs> the number two or three highest grossing film of the year? Disgusting. The Oscars are going to be so weird if they yeah. really do them. Best picture, Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> now that'll go to Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, after Best. they stiffed him for Iron Man and Avengers. Best Dragon Fart, Dr. Doolittle. Uh, yeah. Um, I had to get it, though, because I love Robert Downey Jr. And it, it was it was fun. It was not the trash fire that people made it out to be. But it was a kid's movie. I mean, what you going to do? Right. Uh, about the death of a spouse, of course. You know, <sighs> anyway, Game Flip is the place to go. And then the other one is the Epic Game Store, which is kind of like a new kind of Steam. But what's great about Epic Game Store right now is they're doing free games. So you can go on their website, doesn't cost a dime, and you can get Just Cause 4 for free. The entire game, forever. Uh, and then in uh, starting April 23rd, so tomorrow, For the King is going to be free on the website. And you can just download it and have it forever. Hmm. Fantastic. So, yeah. Epic Game so, Store. Epic Games. Yeah. Just type in Epic Game Store. And right now, um, you can get Wheels of Aurelia, Just Cause 4, and For the King will be available tomorrow. They they have a time frame for how long they're up. Uh, I got these Sherlock Holmes. What was the game? It was one of the Sherlock Holmes games. Um, and now I have it forever on on Epic uh, on the Epic Games app to play so definitely go check it out i mean if you're stuck at home why not it's free sure yeah sold that, that's what i've been geeking out on <laughs> that's pretty good yeah it's pretty good i'm cheap <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it so but game flip sounds great game flip is it was addictive. Yeah. You, you better be careful. Because <laughs> all of a sudden my voodoo uh, account has like quadrupled in size. And I'm like, oh, how much have uh -oh. Oh, oh, I? Oh, I got that too. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even want Bloodshot, but I had it. <laughs> well, I got, I got uh, Birds of Prey on there too for like $5 when it came out. 
So it's, it's crazy what you can find on there, but yeah, you're like, Oh yeah, that, 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 Oh, what did I just spend? (laughs) (laughs) There went any, any worth of it being cheap. Right. (laughs) But I love it for the switch because you can get all of these really great uh, Nintendo switch games for next to nothing. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's because everything's still full price. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, like, for example, uh, I love Narcos, the, the series, and they have yeah. a game for the Switch based on it. And it's kind of like if you played uh, Shadow, uh, is it Shadowrun? I think it's Shadowrun type of game, like, or XCOM, where you, you know, you direct your, your assault and how you're going to do it. And the game is, if you buy it full price on the Switch store or if you buy the physical copy, it's like $40. I got it for 15 bucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that's how I'm staying sane. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Jessica, thank you for, for reaching out. Thanks for coming on the show. This was awesome. And, yeah, it's fun. Uh, oh, thank you. We'd love to have you back on anytime. Oh, awesome, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, if you guys uh, want any, you know, like if anybody from the sh- uh, movie and the produ- production crew that I can get on for you, let me know. We'll be, we'd love to come on. I, I will absolutely we will take get you up on that for sure. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Thank you guys again so much and stay safe. All right. No problem. You too. Talk uh-huh. to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Solid. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, you can reach out to us on the social medias. Just look for GeekCast Live on Facebook and Twitter. And I don't know. We might have an Instagram. I don't know. We probably do. Uh, Rub Rob's lamp. Put that show title down. Hold on a second. Let me put that down. Rub. Yeah, you, t- you, t- you took it too far. Rob's a lamp. Hmm. And we have them in the pipeline now. We're working on them. Well, Joe's working on them. Um. If you want some t-shirts that'll be coming soon to commemorate our final four in the geek bracket, you can go to gcldeaththreadless.com. I think it's probably gcl.threadless.com, but I've been wrong before. A website Rob made. Call your grandparents. Cheers. Hey there, everybody. Nico here from the GeekCast Live podcast. We, as always, want to take a minute to give a tremendous thanks, a sincere thanks, and shout out to all of our patrons, uh, sponsors, and supporters. Without you guys, this train wreck couldn't happen so uh thank you especially the one and only mama bear the one and only poly nerds brandon rust old pistol pete decilio 
Stewie from Queens, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lada Bartova, Danger Johnson, Darnell Savage, Dave the Fish, Christian Ramos, Davo Seaworth, Big Time Timmy Jim, Rob from Boston, uh, Alicia McGuire, the old K-Man, and uh, Six Finger Emily. You guys absolutely rock.